بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على أشرف الأنبياء والمرسلين محمد رسول الله صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا ثم بعده think about this talking about the issue of Amar bin Maruf ونهير المنكر what is it that caused the maximum amount of within quotes grief and trouble for Rasulullah what is it that gained for him the maximum number of opponents and enemies and what is it that eventually changed society completely and took the Muslims and those who believed in him from being the most despised the weakest the most oppressed people to becoming role models and becoming the leaders of society from then for the next 500 years same thing which is amar bil maruf wa nihamkar until rasulullah sallallahu stood on safa and he called out wa subaha he called out the people and he warned them and he said that if you do not leave the worshiping of idols if you do not leave shirk if you do not leave joining partners of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala then you will have trouble on the day of judgment you will be in the hellfire until he did that people knew he was a muslim people knew he had received wahi people knew that he had received revelation uh, he had even uh before that he had even privately uh, invited people home his own family uh, to a meal and uh, then he announced his um, his pre- his uh, prophethood and he announced his message none of that caused any um, great problem or trouble the problem and trouble started when he proclaimed it publicly now Therefore, what does it tell you? It tells you that this is where the rubber meets the road. This is where the the issue of um, effect happens. You see, the thing we forget sometimes is that Muslim, the word Muslim, is a verb. Again. now i'm i'm not going into the arabic grammar of it and say is it ism or is it fail but i'm saying the muslim who is a muslim a muslim is not somebody who knows about islam a muslim is somebody who practices islam in islam there is no such thing as a non practicing muslim so if you are a, if i say i'm a muslim that will be true if i practice islam if i do not practice islam then i'm not a muslim I may be a, I may be that's why I have always said a Muslim scholar and an Islamic scholar are two different things there are some Islamic scholars there are some people who are extremely knowledgeable about Islam they have more knowledge about Islam than I will ever have in my whole life but they are not muslim they are non muslim uh, on the other hand you have muslim scholars who is a person who is a muslim and he follows islam and he has learned something about islam therefore he is a scholar now the Muslim therefore is a verb to understand this better who is a musalli somebody who is praying or has prayed 
who is a saim somebody who is fasting right somebody who knows about salah is not a musalli he can be an alim ul salah he can be an alim of the salah he can have he can he can write a whole book on salah he can write 10 books on salah but if he is not praying he is not a musalli similarly with fasting somebody who is not fasting is not a saim he may not know he may know about fasting so also somebody who does not pay zakat maybe they are not eligible to pay zakat they may know all about zakat but they are not people who are paying zakat so in islam a haji who is a who is a who is a haji somebody who has completed hajj who has done hajj it's not someone who intends to do hajj it's not someone who went for hajj for example we have a lot of people who go to help the hujjaj alhamdulillah beautiful thing to do they go to help the hujjaj but many of them don't actually make hajj themselves so they are they are not in ihram they are not fulfilling the uh, arkan of hajj but they are there to help the hujjaj and may allah reward them it's a beautiful thing to do but they you will not call them haji because they did not do hajj the same thing applies as far as islam is concerned a muslim is one who practices islam now what is the meaning of practicing islam it means that this islam has to be in our lives and that's why i said when nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam what the reason i'm saying trouble is because this part of what happens when we uh, want to practice islam is that you you face opposition so opposition is not something you run away from not opposition is not something you are afraid of and you and you avoid opposition is something that you expect and you face it and you find the best way of uh combating that that opposition please understand one very simple thing which is that you cannot convince people by force nobody can convince anyone by force conversion by the sword is nonsense because no one can force someone to change their mind try that with with football for example or soccer right and or cricket get someone to change the team that they uh, that they uh, that they support by force you cannot do that it's simply not possible minds and hearts change when there is actually a change that happens taghayyur happens in the heart it happens in the mind where a person is convinced that this new method this new theory this new ideology this new idea is better than whatever they believed before unless that change of belief happens the mind will not change so same thing applies also to us so it's as far as we are concerned if we think that we can change people by by uh, you know beating them or murdering them or uh, whatever way I, no it cannot happen it's it simply not happen allah subhanahu wa ta'ala didn't send us into this world to to oppress people to beat them up or to kill them allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent us into this world to introduce allah to the people so let us learn the best way of doing that and do it so action and again as i said proclaiming islam but rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam opposition but that is also what changed the world because until you have a flag what's a flag a flag is not a colored piece of cloth a flag represents an idea it represents an identity it has an identity it represents another identity bigger than itself it represents a nation it represents a people and therefore it is followed a flag fly a flag is a flag when it is high up on the flag pole flying in the breeze a flag is not a fl- and that is when it is saluted a flag is not saluted when it is drying on a clothes line along with a whole bunch of other clothes right flags get dirty they have to be washed and if you wash the flag you have to dry it somewhere and you dry it on the clothes line but that is not where the flag 
is really a flag, it's a piece of cloth. Therefore, as far as a Muslim is concerned, a Muslim is a Muslim when he is proclaiming Islam, when he or she is doing Amar bil Maruf and Nahir al-Munkar. And that is what changed the world. The world changed because Rasulullah and the Sahaba preached and proclaimed Islam. They practiced it and they preached it. Both go hand in hand. You cannot preach what you don't practice. And you cannot, and if you just practice it and you do not preach it, then this is not part of Islam. Preaching, I don't mean giving khutbahs, I don't mean making speeches, I mean preaching as in talking to people, convincing people, obviously also giving khutbahs and, and, and speeches, there's nothing wrong with that. But it must be preceded with, with, with practice in our own lives. The way of the Ambiya was, they would preach Islam in the day and they would make ruju ilallah in the night. They would pray tahajjud, they would cry before tears before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That's what we need to do. Today we have changed, we have converted uh, even this into may Allah protect us and forgive us and protect us from ourselves. We'll talk about that later, but we've converted this also into a game, into a, a pro, into a propaganda machine, into a, a popularity-seeking thing where, where we destroy our own ikhlas, we destroy our own sincerity and our own in, uh, intention, where we are more focused on, uh, you know, Facebook and this and that and and taking pictures and, and proclaiming, instead of actually doing the work, ask the number of people, ask yourself, forget about others, ask yourself, if you are, if you think you are preaching Islam, if you think you are doing the work of Dawah, do you stand in the night and do you cry in tahajjud before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for those people who you spoke to that morning? If you are not doing that, then believe me, your way is different from the way of the Anbiya And that is not okay. So please let us understand this. Let us make sure that we do Amar bil Maruf and Nahin al-Munkar, number one. Number two, that before we do that, we practice it in our own lives. And number three, that we do it in the way of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam and the way of the Anbiya alayhi wasallam. Not in our own invented ways, which can never be superior to the way of Rasulullah This is not about logistics, this is not about technology. This is, this is about the whole attitude towards presenting Islam to the world. That attitude must change. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us a tawfiq and enable us to do that which is pleasing to him and save us from that which does not please him.